Hey, Tom. Hey, Dana. What's going on? Not much. How are you? Not too bad. I want to make sure that I am not muted because I got a mute warning. Okay, good. Fantastic. Uh, So you went uh, Pokemon hunting today with your sister. Uh, I did. I we we it was the uh, Noibat Community Day, and I a... don't know what that means. <laughs> so, no, I only barely do. So, <laughs> Noibat is a it's a it's a little tiny bat critter. Uh, it's it's a it's a very cute Pokemon. It's purple. It's got giant ears. Uh, the sounds like form, a plunderling. It's a, it's kind of like a flying plunderling. I want them to eventually make wingerlings, and I want nice. uh. I, I want them to make a whole give me give me more translucent plunderlings, please. Right. Just saying. I love those little guys. I got a couple right there. Standing ah, next to standing so, next to Stanley. They're I, so but good. I love their little I, magnet mohawks and hats. Whether, and, whether they plan for this or or not, I think it's hilarious that, that you can match a plunderling to pretty much all the gargoyles. So right yes. now, right now I have uh Thalog being a very bad influence on on the little the little bluish black wonderling i've forgotten yeah. his name um but they looked adorable together nice very good uh you know i i feel like we have to apologize to our loyal listeners for the last episode one because <laughs> we had so much fun talking about toys we forgot that we were actually doing a, a podcast i think not not once i don't think we addressed the loyal listeners or asked their opinion about anything and we blathered on so long because we got excited about toys hey, that we want to see that hey, we they, never got to, we I, I don't know i don't know we didn't pay look, attention to time look they they know they know what they're watching they know they know where they can get a hold of us on this pot on this podcast which is two guys talking toys yes we are Yes. And we didn't even review our socials. Like we were so like just <laughs> amateurs. We, we've gotten worse. The more experience we have, the less I, professional we're coming. I feel like that's fine. They can, they can see it in the, uh, they, they can see it in the description. They can listen to the very end. I'm, I'm right. honestly, I, I, even though I do listen to podcasts, the contact information, I, I don't really pay that much attention to it. I probably should. Right. Because you could comment right don't. on, you could comment right on, you know, the site, YouTube or Spotify, or whatever. Absolutely. Since, since since we are talking about it, uh, if, if you would like to weigh in on the topic and you didn't want to wait till the end of the episode, please feel free to get a hold of us at Two Guys Talking Toys. That is the number two, no G after the talking. That's our handle on Twitter. Uh, if you want to use Gmail, uh, please don't send us terrible things. Just kidding. Send us whatever. No, I'm not. Don't send us terrible things. <laughs> no terrible um, things. <laughs> At two guys talking toys at gmail.com. Same thing as before. Uh, the number two and no G after the talking. Nice. Uh, anything new this week? I have managed to get my hands on it. And I, I forgot about this because I shipped my pile of loot. You changed up your shelf. Your Thundercats are gone. I did. This is this is what I consider to be kind of my play shelf. Um, I have I have other shelves uh around that have my my Kind of like my static displays, where it's it's the the my Marvel Legends, where I have them divided into teams. Uh, you know, kind of my Joe shelf, where I have not a lot of Joes displayed. It's more more like the Cobras. So I have, right. but right, but even the Cobras, I have divided into different. Surprise! Sections. The man dressed in black all the time displays the bad guys. <laughs> He's got Galactus hanging over his shoulder. He's got Cobras <laughs> on display. Absolutely. So, but I do have I do have the Thundercats. They are they they've been moved around from this display, but they they have their own their own spot. They're um, in the but, uh, litter box. 
yeah that's that's where they that's where they belong <laughs> but i do have i have a couple of spots where yeah if i get if i get stuff that either i can't fit on the regular displays or i can't uh decide exactly where i want them to go or i just just fall on run out of room um i'll put them on the play shelf where it's it's whoever i want fighting whomever because you know i don't have time i don't have time yeah i don't have time to crash bang boom them anymore and this keeps this keeps the paint a little bit nicer than doing that so right. as many and i'm also just slowly trying to in, influence you to maybe play around with your display just a that more. behind <laughs> me behind me is quite diverse like that it, is it not is. that's it very not, much is but but that's in my office space like that's <laughs> you know those are the ones that i like i don't need a whole shelf wait wrong one mm -hmm. i don't need a whole shelf for <laughs> You know, besides your Jimbo, I've only got two of them, and eventually three. <laughs> and like Samurai Jack, I've only got one. So you know, I don't need these. This is sort of the misfit. I don't have a space for them. But, but this is this is kind of your version of a play shelf. I I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, you know, we totally you know again digressed from what what did you get new? <laughs> oh, so so after after opening a lot of stuff in my in my pile of loot, uh. I had actually forgotten for quite some. I, maybe it doesn't count as a as a recent recent get, but recent to me because I forgot about it. Uh, the new <laughs> uh, tra Transmetal Transmetal Two Megatron from Transformers. Not sure if he's appearing yeah, properly. That's great. So, great artwork. So, so the in in for, for those of you that can't see because this is a, we are now a visual medium. Uh, for those of you that can't see, this was. Megatron from Beast Wars in I believe it was season three where he, fa he he falls into a vat of lava after fighting with Optimus Primal and rises up as this awesome looking red dragon and it's super cool the original toy is actually pretty cool um and they they updated him for the the newest uh, Transformers Legacy line so I'm I'm pretty excited to crack this guy open I just noticed uh just a minute or two ago that uh, Megatron seems to be trying to escape on his own. He won't be in there anymore. I, I don't Shoot, huh? he Shoot. is. <laughs> so he is a he's a clever girl. Yes. So that's, oh, that's that's rough. That's an that's an interesting. I mean it's it's just gonna be torn open anyway. So I, I don't yeah, particularly yeah. care that it's been torn into so, are, so what about those so what about you? Get, what if you? I got something new to me, but it's not new. I got it off eBay for just a couple of bucks, so it was amazing. I got, not the parking uh, lot. Deep Six. Oh. Not the parking lot. No, <laughs> Deep Six. And he's got, you know, he's got. He's a little loose. Oh, that is awesome. I I didn't get the shark diver yet, which is mm -hmm. you know what the vehicle he came with, which was awesome when you're a kid because mm -hmm. it kind of looks like a plane that goes underwater, so you make it fly yeah. too, you know. But uh, I always liked Deep Six because. His name is is Malcolm R. Willoughby, like Malcolm <laughs> R. Willoughby, and you'd think Who he'd came be up like with this. <laughs> yeah, but he's from Maryland, so I don't know if that justifies <laughs> it. But uh, way in all you Maryland people. Yeah, he's from Maryland, but you'd think like a name like Malcolm R. Willoughby would be like this genteel guy, right? But the opening line in the character bio of his his card is uh, Deep Six has never won any awards for being friendly. And it goes on <laughs> about what an antisocial guy he is, that he plays, he just likes to play solitaire. And I think he collected- wow. He collected- I think he, he collected something weird, like uh, like bottle caps or something. Like, 
That's a, that, is that a step above or below stamp collecting? I thought you were going to say catching <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's much more of a social thing. <laughs> is that a step above or below going Pokemon hunting for the afternoon? I don't know. But for a name like Malcolm R. Willoughby, you know, you expect something a little better than uh, he's not going to win any awards for making a friend. I, now, what, when, what year did that come out? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. 84, 85, maybe somewhere. Oh, kind of. that is strange to me because that was the that was like peak time period for getting names like Ace McCloud. Guess what he does? <laughs> right. I may be totally wrong on, on those years. It may have been later than that, 85, 86. But uh, it wasn't too far into the line because we started getting those vehicles uh, and things like that, that, uh, you know, hot, make those. Hot Street McGriddle. Fun. Guess what he does? Right, right. <laughs> Why is his name not not uh oh? Let's Ace McCloud. Something. That was the Centurion, right? <laughs> yup. I showed I being the good uncle that I am. When my nephews were younger, I used to show them things like uh 1970s serial commercials or <laughs> 1980s right. uh, cartoon intros. And now, one of now the- why was that? Were you like, you think you got it bad? Look how much it sucked when I was a oh, kid. Oh no, you just find out some some real weird stuff that they were allowed to do and to air back yeah. then. Uh yeah. for, for example, and not not to derail for too much longer, there is a so you you're familiar with, with Snap Crapple and Snap Snap Crapple. <laughs> Snap, snap, crackle, and pop yes. from uh, from Rice Krispies. There is an old commercial where the kids who are and they and they would do the whole like part part live action per, part live action kids and then animated uh, and that Roger so, Rabbit thing going on. Yes, so there is a commercial out there, and I cannot find it. I haven't been able to find it since these kids are about to enjoy cereal, and these weird like anti-breakfast cereal guys show up and they're like hey kid you want some toast hey kids you want to eat some of this and they're like want uh, something healthy <laughs> yeah and they're like they're like i guess. and the kids are like i i guess so and it's not crackling pop show up and i'm watching with my nephews and i'm like oh they're gonna fight to like the death or something i'm joking <laughs> guess what happens they fight, they to fight? The death. They snap, crackle, and pop like curb stop these dudes into oblivion. Wow. You know, so you know what battle I always wanted to see? I wanted to see like a crest superhero come in and fight the cavity creeps. Remember the oh, cavity creeps? Right. They make holes in teeth. Like those black guys with the giant pick. We make holes in teeth. Like, why wasn't there a crest superhero? It's not this just tsunami of you know, whitewashing things. Like I wanted an actual superhero. Didn't they add human characteristics to the crest tube at some point? Because like I seem to recall there there being a character that had like the swoosh of of toothpaste hair. I was aqua fresh. I think that was oh. aqua fresh because it had the different colors. It had the stripes, yeah. the red and the green. Uh yeah, that was that was an unfortunate missed opportunity. Yeah, but I, I would I, buy a cavity creeps action figure. <laughs> Get on it, crest. <laughs> What are, we what are we waiting for? You can't you can't get them as, as like a prize in a cereal box anymore. Like well, it's because it's too much sugar. You're not gonna, well. Yeah, I mean, uh, all right, Tom. Before we go too far down the rabbit hole with that or the holes in our teeth, uh, what's our topic today? It's your turn, brother. All right. So la- last week's discussion about you know what 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 action figures do you think should be 
kind of redone in today's modern modern age with our current engineering scene was a that, that was a lot of fun for me uh and hopefully yeah, a lot too much of fun, fun. For we forgot we had an audience <laughs> that was that was pretty good we talked up to the wire so this week i want to kind of play around with that because uh during one of the wearing one of the uh one of our picks we mentioned play sets and i remember that being a big part of you know, your gameplay uh when yes. you were when you were younger so if you were to take any of the play sets from yesteryear, uh, who would you pick? What would you What would you want to see updated? Yes, I love play sets. <laughs> I love it. Do you remember the... your first play set? Oh, I have it right here. I have mine on the shelf right here. Oh, what, what was what was your first play set? The first the first play set in my house. Gilligan's Floating Island. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is this why you've been looking for figures to, to, to replenish? Yes. Your Gilligan Island I, I've been rebuilding this. Now, I know I could find it in some places and buy the whole kit, but mm-hmm. you know me, I like to do things the hard way. So, you know, I've got the boat and the tree, but wow. Gilligan's, Gilligan's Floating Island. That uh, is awesome. Play, play School, 1977. Wow. This was like the first... Uh, and it had the little like it had Gilligan a skipper and Marianne, mm-hmm. no ginger, no professor. Really? Well, it's a small island. They they but, you know. Well, and, we, we they we get know. tired of eating coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> they never I, tried fishing. They never ate fish. I it was always my belief that the professor could have left the island at any point he wanted. He just knew that Gilligan and the skipper were not competition for Marianne and Ginger. Right, right. I and 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 I'll explain this to you uh, offline. But there are two types of men in this world: the ones that like ginger and the ones that like Marianne. And is, you, every man falls into one of those two categories: either a ginger or a Marianne fan. But, is, this, is this like the Veronica? Uh, oh, what was? Oh my goodness, Betty and Veronica. Betty and Veronica. Maybe <laughs> I don't know that theory. So, but uh, um. Yeah, playsets. Playsets are huge, uh, and that one, you know, it, it was it was a big deal because it floated, mm-hmm. and hence the name "Floating Island." And uh, but the, you know, the figures weren't articulated; they were like kind of squishy. But you yeah. could squish them, right? Because they were made of rubber and they were hollow, mm-hmm. and they had a hole in the bottom, so you could squish them, stick them under water, and let them go, and they would fill with water because you created the vacuum. <laughs> and then you could get them up and. Like you could squish it, just oh, yeah, I remember those. I remember, yeah, oh, I, yeah. Not, not the Gilligan ones in, in particular, but I do remember there being like that being the toy feature for right, a lot of like, like duck links, like little uh, yep. duckies had the same thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was a big fan of Gilligan's Island when I was a kid. Uh, you know, oddly enough, I didn't like the ones that were in black and white, like it had to, <laughs> once they were in color, I liked them, yeah, much like much like the Batman 66 series. Like, I didn't want to, I don't know, didn't want to watch the black and white ones, give me yeah. the color ones. Uh, so play sets, yes, play so sets. Who, I love it. So if you, so if you had someone uh, update the Gilligan's Island playset, who would you want to do it? Oh well, you know there aren't many people like dabbling in play sets mm-hmm. anymore. That's sort of a thing of the past. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's because of the the cost of the raw stuff to make the plastic, or uh, you know, for people like you and I, uh, there there are space issues. Yeah, I think real estate is a real it's a real mm-hmm. it's a real thing where there's some there's some stuff where you would buy it, but where am I going to that's <sighs> that's the issue that I have going on right now with the the uh the Netflix key man attorney. Um mm-hmm. if I like the way that it looks, I have nowhere to put it. I, I'm out. Uh, but but McFarlane has uh dipped back 
dipped his toe back in there because the 66 Batman series that he's yes. doing the six inch that he did the back cave, which is, you know, it's, it's rudimentary, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. I bought it. Yeah. And, and he just released uh, not long ago, the, the villains. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and they're very cool. They're simplistic and they fit that, uh, you know, that style of that show very well. Uh, I like it. it it's mm-hmm. very well done. Uh, another one I have is like the giant uh, bat cave based on the uh, the movie, uh, okay. the Justice League movie, where it's sort of street level. You've got the police station with the light up. But the thing's like, I mean, it's probably three feet tall yeah, and two they, and a half feet wide. It's monstrous. They seem much more okay or more willing to take that kind of a risk with um with much younger much younger audiences. Right, yeah. And, uh, and in reality, it's a lot of plastic poles and a cardboard yeah. background. It's not really a lot. I say it's yeah. three feet tall, but that's, you know, when you break it down into its parts, it's really yeah. not a lot of plastic. Uh, Imaginex seems to really be on top of that with their with their yes. playsets. Uh, I some... love Imaginex. I they really are, do. I, I always imagine that the people who work at Imaginex have the, the most fun because long before we get a lot of homage figures, uh, a lot of uh, like throwback figures included into whatever line, they've already included some form of it as either a play character or some kind of play feature in their play sets. Yeah. Um, and, and the giant dinosaurs and that yes. like, skeletal walking thing. Like, oh my God. Fantastic it, stuff. Uh, Imaginex, hats off to you, man. It's yes, awesome. As, if, and if I love introducing young kids to 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 action figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were, were were I a kid now collecting stuff? Imagine X would I'd be all over it. Uh, their, yeah. their their DC stuff, their their Batman stuff. They all look really cool. Like I I have random Imagine X stuff. Just yeah, the Jurassic Park line is really great. Yeah, so kudos and, to them. You know, playsets. Uh, you know, that's a weird history because you really didn't see like. Uh, Mego had them, but they seconded as carry cases. Mm-hmm. I remember yes. I had the like Wizard of Oz, like I had the uh, Emerald City. Mm-hmm. I had the Mego Wizard of Oz toys, and mm-hmm. I had the Emerald City, and it was sort of that like cardboard, like yeah. cased in plastic, you know, and jointed with a snap, so you'd open it up, and then it turned yeah. into like a little suitcase. And then, mm-hmm. um. And then, like Star Wars, kind of turned out like we had Eagle Force, Eagle Island, and yeah. and like the uh, the Crystar Castle was just a flimsy piece of <laughs> plastic, blue plastic. It was horrible. But like Star Wars really gave us the first play sets, and they yeah. got bigger. Like uh, the original was the Death Star, which was you know a couple of feet tall and had different platforms, had the cannon, right. And and then they gave us um, Tatooine, and mm-hmm. then they used that same mold for Hoth because it still had the dent where the, you know, the escape pod yeah landed. Uh, but you know who really took the 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 playset to the next level was GI Joe. I mean, the USS Flag is the greatest <laughs> playset ever made. But even the Star Wars like got. But like the Ewok village was cool. They they later reused it for the Robin Hood. You know, Kenner did the the Robin mm-hmm. Hood movie figures and used the Ewok village as Sherwood Forest. Oh, um, so here, here's a random question, and we'll 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 get we'll get more on on topic in just a second. If has is if Hasbro created an Ewok village Haslab, 
Would you get it? Oh, yes. I would. If it was just a scaled up version, like, uh-huh. you know, I mean, I already shared how much I'd love a good Ewok village. I was willing mm-hmm. to get poison Oak to have one. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Ewoks uh, hold, hold a weird place in my heart. I just love them. Low gray <laughs> chief Chirpa, all of them. I'm into them. I don't know. What I just is. want to hug them. I want to pinch their little cheeks. <laughs> and I still think if you watch the scene where Leia meets wicket mm-hmm. and they're hanging out, having their little picnic, uh-huh. In the on the log, and the uh, biker scout shoots at them mm-hmm. as Wicket falls back over the log. I swear to you, he says, "Eat your mama!" Like that's what he says. I swear to you. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You can. I. I don't doubt that you can hear that. Yeah. I, whether or not that was what he intended to say, I'm not sure. Yeah. But... Well, you know, I hear strange things that don't come out of people's mouths. But uh, well, I can but... swear that's what he said. What would the stretch goals of said project be? Would it would it be like ran, just random body parts for troopers after being devoured? Would it be? Would, yeah, nobody <laughs> thinks about that. The Ewoks probably ate those stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. But you, it would definitely have the helmet xylophone, uh-huh. right? Because uh, we didn't get that in the original one. I guess that's a little dark. Uh, <laughs> you know, it had the throne for C-3PO and it had the yes. net that came up. It had the mm-hmm. little fireplace with the, the spit for Han. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, people forget that they're they were going to eat Han. Like, yeah, I I always and to me, honest, that was kind of my favorite part about the Ewoks. It's not it's not so much that they wanted to help the rebellion. It was these were people, these were magical people who set about events where meat rained from the sky, and they were fed for mostly cooked. Not, yeah, <laughs> probably months they ate for because how many stormtroopers didn't know the war was over. They're stationed on this random planet. They don't right. know that they lost. <laughs> right. That's the movie. That's <laughs> the next movie. I want to see like Predator, <laughs> only it's stormtroopers being this like Ewoks <laughs> dropping from the trees and fighting the next. That's really trying to escape the Ewoks. Not to mention the worst helmets ever. Like this three foot tall teddy bear whacks you on the head with a stick you're while done. you're That's wearing it. a helmet and you're out it's for over. the count. You're now Ewok dinner from a stick hitting you on a helmet. So Hasbro include this in the Haslab. Yes. Uh, Stormtrooper parts. You don't have to assemble uh, them. You don't need full figures. Just give us some parts. We'll, we'll right. do and I want, I want like a George Romero kind of... <laughs> Ewok <laughs> chewing on an arm. Apparently, you could just bite right through the armor. Oh yeah, not, not a problem. It's it, it's like a tortilla chips. He's covered in tortillas. Right. Uh. So yeah, the, the 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 evolution of the PlayStation, you know, really hit its pinnacle with the USS Pike. But you know, Star Wars kind of started it for me because mm-hmm. the other one. But then then you know there was the Hall of Justice yes. and and the Tower of Doom. And, uh, you know, there were a bunch that weren't so good. But then next to the USS flag was uh, Grayskull and then Snake Mountain. I never had I never had Castle Grayskull or uh, or Snake Mountain or, or Eternia. But what, what I did have and what I, what I would love to see redone, uh, the slime pit. Do you remember, yes, do you remember yes. the slime bit? It was uh, for, not the Nickelodeon one, not the you can't no, do that on television bit. Not but. the not the I don't know, but the 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 really cool where it had. <laughs> I these... wish I wish I had a bucket of slime over your head <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> that would have been amazing. 
there is a great Saturday Night Live skit where they go through uh, all the, the different attempts at slime before they got the consistency right. It's pretty good. I recommend it. Uh, but but yeah, I, I remember getting, I remember it mostly because my mom was not a fan of gross, gooey, you know, boy thing. She had two girls before me. So I was, I was a whole right. new experience. And it's almost like she handed it over with two fingers on it. Like, here, here's this thing you here's wanted. this thing. <laughs> don't, don't get any on the rug. Please don't. But right. I, it's, it was so having the, I, I guess for, for anyone that's not, uh, maybe I can add a picture. For those who, who are not familiar with what the slime pit was, it was just, just imagine like a slab of wall and then literally like a little pit that had a bone hand in it. And you would put a He-Man figure inside this 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 pit, and you would flip a lever in the back, and the bone hand would would reach up and grab them so they couldn't escape. And the real terror came from perched atop this uh, uh, the wall was a kind of like a dinosaur skull. It wasn't a human skull. It was also like animalistic looking, cool skull. And you would pour slime into the back of it, and then tilt it forward and just let it ooze out of its mouth and its nostrils, which I thought was just extra gross and super cool. Yeah, it was like dragon and it was, snot. Yeah, like. and the mini comic that came with it was He-Man being trapped by the, oh, we know, he allowed himself to be captured because the Horde, of the evil Horde was always picking on the rock people. <laughs> there, was, there was a random village that was easy pickings, and I believe they are holding them hostage. And he was like, no, stop. I'll just get in. So he gets in. And they, I need a shower anyway. <laughs> yeah. So they, they slime him and he turns into a, it's may have been, this may have been a pack and comic for both the slime pit and snout spout. I could be mistaken. Because like you know what? He reminded me of the guy in the uh, great space coaster. Oh yeah. I could see that with the, yeah. with like the giant face. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, but he gets slimed in that. And we never up until recently, never got a slime He-Man. So I would like I would like to see a slime he I would like to see an updated slime pit, please. Yeah, I, I, would, well, it was that was the one from uh, the uh, the um, Netflix series, right? With the uh, the yellow snot looking one. Oh, I believe so. Yeah, and you know what? They did a tick figure like that. That was green. That was the, oh, the, uh, yes, the snot tick, <laughs> the one created by Thrackle. Yeah, Thrackle Throg. <laughs> yes, fantastic. Uh, but give me that, preferably. Preferably attached to a playset that I never owned, uh, the Fright Zone. Like just just yes. combine combine the two of those. I think that would be really cool. Did you uh, correct me if I'm wrong? But you got on the bandwagon for that giant Eternia thing, right? So I did. Speaking of of having no real estate for it, uh, I'm glad that it's glad that it's probably over a year out because I don't I don't know where I'm going to put that thing. People are already talking about it becoming a coffee table. I'm like, that's not a bad I, idea. I I don't have space for it anymore. Um, but this, I had I, to I want to build a table out of that uh, Toys R Us sign mm -hmm. that I may or or may not have procured for myself. Uh, and <laughs> it was just laying you, there. Yeah, and have you set it up on that? That would be fantastic. I, I may actually display my Eternia at your place because – <laughs> the, the, the one of the reasons I, I did jump on it was because for the, for the price they were asking, I think I believe it was about a four billion, or five hundred. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was slightly less, about four or five hundred, and <laughs> and honestly, like to to get the original Eternia, you're going to wind up paying thousands. And here was the opportunity to 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 get in on the ground floor 
this is the lowest this thing will ever cost. Um, mm-hmm. it's a it's a limited produced item. It 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 looks amazing. It's got the it's got the three different towers. The the the, mm-hmm. the monorail works. You can take it apart. You can reconstruct it. I it was it wasn't something that I wanted to regret not getting. Um, I could see you know being in being in like a larger space later on and thinking to myself. Way this to invest would be... in your future, Tom. Some people will buy <laughs> bonds or invest in some retirement <laughs> 401k, but I like that you've invested in joy. I did not want, I did not want, uh, you know, say 2026, 20, Tom, to look back at this time and be like, why didn't I just get it? I should have just gotten it. That's only three years from now. <laughs> hey, and you're. Look, regret happens fast. <laughs> got to move fast these days. <laughs> it's a buyer's market. You gotta Reality go. hits you hard. You're like, ah, oh, damn, damn it! I should have gone for it. Uh, so what? What would be you? What? What was your favorite playset? Oh, you know what? I, I, I want to say the high. This is this is what episode four in a row where I've gone back to sectors. <laughs> The high, the high loyal listener, he does have an affinity for the sectars. So, you know, if you find one in a parking lot next to a 20, a lot of, a lot of my, a lot of my, I feel like everyone has, uh, like mine's GI Joe. Like the first three episodes, I feel like all I did was talk about GI Joe. (laughs) Well, I I feel like that's because for every, for every collector, there are a certain number of, uh, certain figures that you form like these everlasting memories of like so it was an important time in your life you're you, whether or not you were going through something or you were just a kid and it was like the first time of receiving something up so we're we're at our we're at our 10 minute mark oh, are you quick. kidding me all right so tell me about the hive why is that your favorite we <laughs> so are the, just not good at this <laughs> so the hive i remember the most because that i got it the same year that i first just discovered sectors uh, my my father got me Zach and Vidor, which I was afraid to ask for. He was in a, he was in a good mood. I was in Models, right? <laughs> and I, I believe I think I may have told the story already. So, uh, I was all in for Sector. I asked for him for my birthday. Asked for him for Christmas. And my my parents, under the guise of Santa, uh, managed to get to get us. I remember I I remember that Christmas so vividly coming out coming into the living room there's the christmas tree there's the lights and then just propped up against the wall we don't have enough we don't have enough paper to wrap this thing was the hive playset and it was easy i, I want it's so big in the box no less i want to say it was probably in the upwards of three feet by three feet the the the, the hive itself once you get it out it's it is very indicative of the time it was a mm-hmm. like a like a vacuum sealed uh, right, like right. They all kind of, of follow that. Yeah, like we said, yeah. like the Crystar, like Eagle Island. Yeah. So you had you had the height of it, which was very, you know, the height of it was, I want to say, in the upwards of about three feet. Yeah, maybe, they would be guys. Like yeah, a, maybe about like a foot and a half to two feet wide. Uh, in the back, you had bars that were that were used for the support. You had the cardboard set up for uh for the action. But then it came with a hand puppet that you could reach through the back and like grab figures. It had uh, like a little scaffolding on the top that had a trap door. I had forgotten it, about the hand puppet. And which, yeah. I don't know why, though, like all of the, they all had so many hand puppets. Yeah, it played into the gimmick. It had like ladders mm-hmm. or whatever. And you could, and, and it was, yeah, the, the, se- the sectors worked well in it, but I also got some He-Man characters that Christmas. 
And for that, it's it's just this giant daunting doomscape. And you put him on there and it just looks it, it looked phenomenal. And that yeah. so that if you updated the hive, <laughs> we're probably looking at another Eternia situation where it's right, it right. would be in the upwards of you know four or five hundred dollars and I would buy it. Loyal listener, uh, we have way too many toys. So if you've got warehouse space, <laughs> you're not using, uh, and would like to be able to see just a festival of fun inside of it, uh, in the shape of our collection, that would be uh, awfully nice of you. <laughs> we need some space, loyal listener. Uh, so, so what, what about you? What, what was your your your, uh, your primo playset? experience one that you would you would want to see updated i think i i don't know if it's the actual playset because it was kind of weird it was one of those that seconded as a uh as a carry case mm -hmm. and it had weird like all primary colors so it looked like a, a nursery school classroom but uh again it was christmas like you mentioned 84 uh i got I got the uh, superpowers. I got the Lexor Seven. I got the oh, Batmobile, okay. Batman and Robin with it. Mm -hmm. I got Superman and the Hall of Justice. Mm -hmm. And then simultaneously, that same Christmas, the Secret Wars came out. And I got uh, Wolverine, who I didn't even know who he was at the time. Uh, <laughs> Kang, who I didn't know who he was at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, Magneto, Spider Man, and and the Tower of Doom. And it it just formed this perfect like crossfire, you know. <laughs> Doom, Tower of Doom versus the Hall mm -hmm. of Justice and the Hall of That's Justice. That's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, for, that was just a, such a great Christmas. But I, I think I'm associating with the Hall of Justice with that memory. But mm -hmm. I would have to say for the time, the uh, the and this will be no surprise to anybody, when the G.I. Joe headquarters came out and it was, you know, three feet oh, long. Yeah. And it had the jail in the middle. It had mm -hmm. the computer and a big cannon in the front. It had two two uh, bays for the cars, the Jeeps, and then also the helicopter pad. Uh, <clears throat> that was just the coolest thing. And it had that, yeah. that so like, it didn't have any like fanciful look to it. It looked so military. It's literally a metal wall, you yeah. know, at an angle that looked like a snowplow, like no one could get <laughs> in there. You know, it was just so cool. And you know you had to put it together, and it was pretty easy. But then it had the walls, like it mm -hmm. had actual rooms and a jail, uh, and then it had the um, case in the back with the racks that you could store stuff. Like it was just like the playset at the time. Like I said, we had Tatooine, we had this, we had that, mm -hmm. but like this was a real playset. Like things were happening yeah. on the playset. Like the computers were there and. The cannons, you know, kind of had that like uh, pirate ship feel. Like, okay, yeah, stop this, you know. Uh, so if was, they, well done. So if this if this was updated, what what would you want to what would you want to see from? Would you, would you want it to be on like a like a four inch scale, or would you? Oh no, see it? give me a classifieds. Oh, that would that would be amazing. It, it would be monstrous. This... It would be you know at least six feet long. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, we don't have any vehicles to put in the bay. I mean, we've got a couple, but, you know, you have the rapid fire motorcycle and things like that. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't know that it would work for the six inch scale because, like I said, you don't have the vehicles except for like the Haslab his tank. But, yeah. uh, um, boy, that would be cool. And and, and then, but G.I. Joe had a bunch of good, like they had the, the space shuttle. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. was phenomenal. And and then that, you know, right around that same time, they did the Battle Force 2000, which were kind of horrible. But um, <laughs> they were stupid. Like, why is this guy in brown and gray camouflage driving this moon truck that's white? Like, I don't know. It made no sense. But um, anyway, I digress. Uh those place those playstations you actually could play on like the tatooine and 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 oh the dagobah place that was pretty cool but mm-hmm. you couldn't get your hands in there like it was hollowed yeah. out like yoda's but you couldn't actually play in there you could stick yeah. yoda in there and look at him and go yoda looks really cool in this house yeah and then you have to dump him out and actually play around <laughs> it because you couldn't actually get in there and do anything like these were and and like hoth and tatooine were just slabs of plastic um but those were actual play sets that yeah. became part of your story and part of your universe, which is why I love them so much. Same with the the Hall of Justice. I mean, it just folded out. Uh, but again, there was you could play in the set with with McFarlane starting to mess around with the idea of doing like full scale Batmobiles. I wonder if Hall of Justice is on his radar. Like he he released the Batmobiles, which is just like it's not a play set per se right but he clearly has no and him he has a unique setup where not that he doesn't care but he doesn't have to care as much he's not beholden to stockholders or anything like that like like a hasbro like a mattel so i kind of wonder if that is something that he would or like two guys talking toys inc yeah he's not beholden to our our whims (laughs) and the things that we would like for him to do even though that that would be kind of interesting but we go too far in that we we would we say things like sure it would be nice to get a classic wonder woman he's nice. well, that's, that's a big ask we're, we're driving, we're <laughs> although he just he just that. did it he just did it in his new superpowers line. and superpowers but find, find me a seven well, i mean yeah he's wonder already woman. doing the superpowers line so yes. why not redo the hall of justice oh that's true if he if he were to do one for that scale that would that would make sense he's already not, yeah he's already done some of the vehicles not the crayola colors though i would like to see one that <laughs> actually looks like the Hall of Justice, but uh, he's doing the superpowers line. So I, and he's done play sets. Like he's the only one doing real play sets now and he's doing them. Well, he's mm-hmm. doing it in a way that makes them affordable. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's really knocking it out of the ballpark with that. So if he did the Hall of Justice, I'd be excited about that. I really would. Uh, I know we're, we're getting short on time. So loyal listeners, I would really love to hear, you know, uh, how you feel about playsets now and how they are displayed in your collection, and and it's send us pictures if you want. That would be cool. Uh, and secondly, you know, uh, did you use them when you were a kid? Were you a playset kid? Because I know a lot of kids, if they had a choice between a vehicle or a yeah. playset, they're gonna they're gonna take the like. If you had a, a choice between the Millennium Falcon or Cloud City, I mean, yeah. that's a no brainer, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you had like a recognizable vehicle. Uh, as opposed to a playset, then that is that's something that you would generally go for over over like a full size playset. Unless unless they're like money's no option, <laughs> you can get it. Right. Uh, so we are all right. So we are just about out of time. Um, yes. Thank you, loyal listener. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter. That's two guys talking toys. The number two, no G after the talking. Our Gmail is the same. Two guys talking toys. No G after the talking. The number two. Take care, everybody.